Welcome back to season two of Nouns Folk. I'm Kriptasha, your host, and I'm really excited to continue getting to know all of the passionate proliferators of the Nouniverse. Last season, we focused on members of Sharkdale with our Meet the Shark series. This season, we'll expand to cover many more. Before we begin, I'm very honored to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Noun Square, media hub of the Nouniverse. Check them out on Twitter Spaces every day at Noun O'Clock to participate in FOMO nouns, contests, and keep up to date on Nounish news. Between the soapbox spaces they host for Nounish communities to voting on proposals with their delegated noun, they have something exciting going on every single day. So make sure to check out their Twitter page at the Noun Square and thenounsquare.info for more information about them. Uh, make sure to stick around to the end of the episode to hear more about them, especially if you're new to nouns. With all that being said, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. This is Nouns Folk, and I'm your host, Chris Tasha. Today I'm interviewing the founder of NarsDAO, TingDAO, Shademark TM, and the recently revealed creator of the alias known as Forgeries, which we'll talk about later. Um, Gammy, is it, is it Gammy? I should have asked. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's it's Gami, like origami. Gami. Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense. Gami. Okay. I know <laughs> I've heard people say it a lot, and then I just kind of like, I I I freeze up right before interview. So Gami. Okay. Great. <laughs> Thanks for coming That's on the okay. show. <laughs> no problem. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I've been watching Narsdow, um, for a while, so I was excited to get you on, um. Since I remember, like the I remember seeing the skateboard noun coming up a lot, and I'm like, gosh, they should make a skateboard out of that, and and you have, <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. And then once I looked into you more, I realized that you do a lot, a lot more than Narsdow. But we can start with that first. Um, I think a lot of people would know you from that. You're the you're the creator of Narsdow, right? Yeah, that's correct. It um started off as a fork of nouns that was only done partially just to have some fun with the art side of things mm -hmm. and then uh it kind of escalated from there things just um sort of got out of hand in terms of people that were showing interest around uh noun 189 which i purchased and and sort of uh i realized there were a lot of other people who were into skate culture um and and we're in web three so i guess it had to be done yeah i mean and i could see some similarities between maybe skate culture and nfts um what would you say maybe brings the two together yeah it's a good question there's a couple of examples that i could bring up actually that sort of speak to that and um one of them is there's a skater who is sponsored by Narsdow called Vlad, and he's from Brazil. And he's recently done the proposal to fund an event called uh, I Love XV, which in Rio de Janeiro, it's a um, celebration of the legalization of skateboarding. So up oh, until wow. 2011, yeah, it was actually illegal to skate oh, yeah. um, in, in that part. Of, of the city i think it was actually quite widely banned um but uh basically it's it, it, it's sort of like an example of where 
uh, skateboarding culture and Web3 culture are quite similar because you have this group of people that feel a little bit like outcasts, but all they're really doing is expressing themselves and doing it in a really community sense, like a community-focused way where everyone sort of has this common interest but also shares common goals. So um, it's almost like a natural fit, Um, sort of in a way, you know, a little bit rebellious, a whole lot resilient. And um, and I guess it's those people that hang out on the fringes that sort of are attracted to, to crypto and Web3, just like yeah. they are skateboarding. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah, I, I've recently gotten interested in trying to learn how to skate. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and reading a lot about it. And yeah, the culture is a big deal. Um, You can't really get into it without getting into the culture. I mean, it's such a huge part of it. And I can see it being a huge draw too, because you have that, you know, the talented people, and then you have kind of a rebelliousness too, which is nice. Um, Yeah, so I could definitely see the draw and and that and that similarity too, because like you said, on the fringes, I mean, some of us like finding those spots. That's when you find a lot of cool things that happen. And it's almost like it, everything's just starting um, for for Web3, but somehow they've kept that coolness in skateboarding by what seems like keeping principles of just like, I don't know, they, they don't seem to like selling out or anything like that, I've noticed, so... <laughs> But yeah, and we like money, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's very true. It's like, um, it's just one of those cultural phenomena where, um, the history really plays a big part and and sort of informs how the the newer generations sort of respect what came before them. And I guess in crypto, everything just like moves so quickly that you sort of like develop quite a history in a short period of time. And skateboarding is, is much like that, you know. It's, um, it's one of those things where it's actually just entirely misunderstood by people, which you see all the time in Crypto Web 3, right? It's like, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're doing these things that are about people, you know. It's a social movement. It's, a, it's an experimental field where we're trying to, you know, uh, uh, disrupt like power structures and all this sort of stuff. And it's, I guess, from the outsider perspective, they're very quick to dismiss what we do. And I guess that's pr- pretty apparent in skate culture as well. But at the end of the day, skate culture informs so many other things like fashion and music, mm-hmm. media, and, and just in, in general, like, uh, street culture you know and as you've probably seen like street culture bleeds over into luxury fashion and all these things that they look yeah. to the street to, yeah, to be involved so, yeah it's 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 exciting to be a both both uh, communities for sure yeah that's awesome i i definitely noticed that yeah that the subcultures and fringe cultures tend to eventually um I don't know, influence the the 
the very people that don't want to have anything to do them with them first. So it's, it's really, <laughs> it's really interesting how that works. It really is like, like the heart of the people. So yeah, that, I thought that was interesting too. Um, and that, so it's cool to hear your side of, of all of that. So as far as Narsdale and you said, it kind of started just, I mean, it, it's, it started kind of small and then it blew up. So now I know that you've had like, um, you've had like a video play on like Times Square. I, I know that, uh, Narsdale inter- like Narsdale sponsors some skaters and snowboarders. Yeah, that's right. Um, across a bunch of different extreme sports at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, while it did start with skateboarding and like the original NFTs all carried skateboards, um, the, the, the extremely downish characters, but um, nowadays they're more inclusive of all extreme sports. So, so we've on our team we've got like uh, skateboarders, um, inline skater, skier, uh, soon to be a second snow skier, uh, snowboarder, and then uh, we've even got people in like break dancing and stuff that are coming in and um, oh, cool. making proposals. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I saw that uh, Bob Burnquist tweeted about Narsdow recently too. And I know he's a really big name. I played him on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I think. And then I, <laughs> I've looked into him more since then. And I mean, he's a massive deal. So, and it it looked like he voted on a prop. Did he? Yeah. Oh wow. Let's. Uh... That's a another great story, actually, and it's another one for Brazil. So, um, if if you spend some time in Discord or enough time, you'll be sure to encounter some Portuguese from the Brazilian crew, and they often have like, um, you know, I've, I've I've jumped into the Discord before. There's been people speaking in the voice channel, like maybe a dozen people, and I go in and. I don't understand a word, <laughs> but it's um, <laughs> there's a really vibrant um, community out of uh, Brazil who uh, they center around Web three. Like globally, they're the they're the second highest users of NFTs in Brazil, which surprises oh, wow. a lot of people. Yeah, but, I didn't know um, that. But yeah, that, so Bob Bernquist is is from Brazil, and he. I uh, was introduced to Nas by Vlad, who's one of our skaters. And that was essentially uh, when uh, a proposal that Bob was involved in called, uh, uh, it was in support of Skate Quida, which is a, a foundation of his. Um, he basically uh, came to us and said, hey, looking for a sponsor and that he'd partnered up with a couple of NARS community members who were helping out with the proposal and we sponsored it, put it on chain. And we actually did that as a DAO. So we uh, did a snapshot proposal, our community voted, and then the transaction that was a result of that vote actually triggered um, the submission of an on-chain proposal to NARS DAO. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing that, we were uh, gladly successful, and you know we got all the votes we needed. And Bob uh, 
Yeah, it was was dope to see the power of um, of nouns and and nars, and as a result, um, I think he's sort of been keeping an eye on us, and um, I, I'm pretty sure that it was Vlad that onboarded him uh, with an R NFT, and um, and yeah, he showed his recent support for the uh, I Love XV proposal, which was the one I mentioned about. Um, the legalization of skating in in brazil so uh in rio de janeiro but uh it's it's like a it's surreal and it's exciting and almost unbelievable to see that uh bob Quist is in our discord you know it's like yeah. uh, part of our community it's like you said is um if right since the beginnings of tony hawk's pro skater he's been a playable character and he's right. one of the best skaters in the world so it's it's amazing yeah because i mean that means that he as soon as i i mean as soon as i remembered his name from that i'm like well he must have been big even back then and then i saw he's been skating since like 1990 still going strong that's a long career for skating that's that's really cool it, it truly is and when you see the kinds of things that bob does you you sort of question like how on earth does he do that? <laughs> you know, and it, it, it doesn't matter what age. Like, even if he was still in his twenties, um, it, it's just so impressive to see someone do these huge tricks that he does on mega ramps and you know, ten, twelve meters up in the air. Yeah, I think I saw him grab onto a helicopter, like the bottom of a helicopter, on one of the promo videos of of the the newest remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And now knowing that it was illegal to skate in Brazil for that long, it's even more amazing the skill that skaters from there have developed. Yeah, it's one of those um, one of those uh, instances where, you know, communities band together um, for the greater good. And, and I think, like, Bob has been the kind of person that's made himself really accessible to his community. Um, and then through, you know, his reach and his influence, he's done a lot of positive things for skateboarding uh, with with his foundation. And it's it's something that a lot of the big skateboarding names have done as well. Like they, they tend to really look back and focus on where they came from and they, they really do help out um, to, to lift other people up. So uh, it's very inspiring to see that as well. That's cool. That's something I hope is mirrored continually on, I mean, nouns, especially specifically. I like, I like that mindset a lot. Me too. I think it's what drew me in personally was sort of the fun loving, but also uh, good doing nature. And, and just things are slowed down a bit too, you know, it's like everything else in NFTs and, Crypto is just a crazy whirlwind, but um, I, I like that nouns kind of slows it down a bit. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've I've definitely become kind of a nouns maxi after just really diving in because I just love it here so much, and this is really like I feel so productive, but it doesn't feel 
like the insanity of NFT Twitter. It's it's like I get to be a builder. So it's kind of neat. And it's cool to talk to other people that are doing things that are really impressive to me too. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's like Narsdale being here is is really a cool thing. Um, do you have because I've seen I've seen NAR skateboards. Are you do you have them available? Are you planning to have anything like that or stickers or anything? <laughs> For sure. Um so I've got uh Nars.com forward slash shop. Um it's a bit of a work in progress, but um I guess uh early on I made well I had made a replica of down 189's head <laughs> as yeah. a skateboard and I ride that around and I took one to New York and I gave it away and I handed out hundreds of tiny little fingerboard because as well they're the ones that a lot nice. of people know as tech decks <laughs> yeah um, but yeah the, the the plan is um, the supplier is a US based supplier shout out to boardpusher.com um, and I've been working uh, directly with them to actually set up a integration with our website. It'll it'll be a plugin that anyone can use on a WordPress website uh, okay. to be able to yeah set custom skateboards from from Boardpusher. So um, I guess that's my little uh, sort of creative outlet with with some of the artists that I that I love as well. So. I've um, recently been chatting with Mike Three, who is a, he's a pretty well-known sort of crypto Twitter uh, personality. That's an artist, and and then you know we've done previous work with Illustradora and Meshup and Mister Seeks and Greta Gremlin, and I'm hoping to bring all of um, our collabs to the Skate Deck and and other cool uh, paraphernalia. <laughs> so oh, I think that'd be cool. Be, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that idea of the custom skateboards. Yeah, because skateboards aren't like t-shirts. It's a whole process. And <laughs> so it's <laughs> so it's not something that I expect to just be like all of a sudden here for sure. But yeah, that's really cool. That's a really good idea. Because I know it's like a whole thing. I've watched some videos on how they're made and I'm like, man, it is. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's cool too. Like within the community, I've um, spoken with a couple of people who actually um, make their own decks and stuff, and it's oh. it's a it's a it's a I guess it's a special process um, to the people that do it because of the history of uh, the the current shape of skateboards. Like there's there's a fascinating story if you look into a skater called Rodney Mullen. He's he's very famous uh, for really crazy technical tricks on the flat ground he he has this like you know 80s um you know long career that started early on and in the 80s he, he was sort of like pioneering all the tricks so he invented you know hundreds of tricks um the uh, vast majority of the flip tricks were, were his inventions where the, where the board is you know spinning and flipping around and he also was the person who came up with the, the, the shape that we call the popsicle nowadays. And mm. you'll notice it has all these interesting curves and, and the way the tails are and it has concave and all these sort of features. And that was essentially his way of 
you know, from a physics and engineering perspective to show everyone, like, you know, this is the way we need to go to, so the board can do the most possible tricks. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a lot of smart people and a lot of creative people involved, which is um, very inspiring. And then just on the, the deck topic as well, um, the, there's, a, there's a fair few of... Um, of uh, Noun189. I, I affectionately call him uh, Oliver, by the way. Oliver, <laughs> like okay. <Ollie. laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's got um, his head floating around under his skated feet uh, around the world and um, a, a very recent, um, you know, privilege to, to see that happen was with um, Tom Raw. So he, he's a pro skater from, from the U.S., uh, over in San Diego, and he um, he does graphic design and social media stuff at at the Barracks, which is this really iconic uh, indoor skate park and and media oh, brand. Yeah. And yeah, he he uh, he's been putting out new tutorial videos where um, yeah, the Noun One Eighty Nine uh, skate deck is is underfoot, and um, in two months, uh, his his uh, Instagram page tom's tutorials has gone from zero to forty-seven thousand followers so it's oh, been wow. amazing to yeah to have um yeah see the novels um along for the ride <laughs> i'll have to check that out then now that i'm kind of learning how to to do it because now i can i mean i'm so new i can stand up on the board and go and push um and you know i can do the trick where I have the board laying upside down on my feet and then I jump up and I can land on the board with the wheels nice. on the ground. But, you know, on the grass I can do that. But I'm still getting used to being able to just to roll. So I'm always looking at tutorial videos because I just think it's so cool. Oh, yeah. To, to be fair, skateboarding is a, a process that, that you, where you never stop learning. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not I'm not a pro skater you know like i i was sponsored when i was younger and i i've been on a magazine and all that sort of stuff but i yeah i'm still a beginner in 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 the scheme of things you know there's there's so many people pushing boundaries and um so yeah. many really good people too so yeah it's 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 always changing and and it's exciting to hear that you're that you're getting started and um yeah, there's a lot of people in in Nas who would be uh, more than happy to give you give you a few pointers if you ever need them. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe I'll get brave enough to post a video with a with a shark head on me at first too. Yeah, it's it's cool because it is constantly evolving, and I'll it'll I'll never get bored. I'm probably too scared to keep going forward, but never bored. So that's <laughs> that's good about the skateboarding for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. It's it's um. It, it's something that has stuck with me through, you know, serious injuries and and different career choices and and like other competitive sport uh, commitments as well. So it's I, I always uh, I always keep it with me in in one way or another. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, and I'm I have I have one NAR. I plan on getting more when I can, but. I still hold that one dear. It's like at a computer head and a little skateboard. Oh, so nice! I'm pretty Love happy. it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I have to. 
hook you up with another one. I, I, I like to give um, mine away all the time to, to people that I get to meet. So oh, wow. um, afterwards, I'll, I'll see if there's any that you like. Well, that'd be awesome. Thank you. That's cool. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, of course. Maybe I'll try to make a sticker out of them and put them places. That's, yeah, <laughs> on the list. <laughs> well, um, I know that I've, I looked through your Twitter and I saw um, a few things that you had talked about this month pretty recently. And one of them was the Forgeries um, WTF account because the Forgeries had bid on Noun 401, the boombox. And you revealed that it was you earlier this month and that you have an entire plan. Um, you've made a thousand editions with Zora. Can you kind of go over um, what, you're what you're planning on doing with that? Yeah, for sure. Um, things have escalated really quickly. So it's, <laughs> it's great to, to be asking that, this question at the moment because um, you've got, got a bit to share. So, um, yeah, I, I started out um, bidding on some nouns from uh, ENS that was forgeries.wtf. So, like, some people might not know this, but you can set um, regular domains as your ENS name. And the idea behind that was for people to see it and wonder what it was and, and type it into their browser and see where it goes. And sort of within the first sort of week of doing that, Around 100 people had followed the Twitter, and it's sort of grown to maybe 500. Sorry about the background noise, by the way. There's a there's a heap of cockatoos here, an Aussie oh. bird that makes a lot of noise. So. I kind of <laughs> hear it, but I do mostly hear you, so it's it's good. It's it's not coming through too much. Ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. After after forgeries had sort of like gained a little bit of attention and. A few of the editions had sold, um, and and by the way, the editions, yeah, one thousand editions uh, using Zora Creator. They're intended to be exact forgeries of the noun. They're obviously technically not exact forgeries, but but you know, figuratively speaking, they are. And the idea is that one of them is the real noun, and nine hundred and ninety-nine are forged nouns. So there's inspiration taken from a, a group called mischief who, who are out of brooklyn they do a lot of really interesting uh product drops with very bizarre themes and i take uh, a lot of inspiration from, from their work uh, but with forgeries I'd, I'd gotten to the point where i wanted to share that it was me because i i, I felt that you know people probably thought that it was some sort of uh a grift or, or some sort of um, person mm -hmm. trying to trick them into buying these NFTs. So I, I did a Twitter thread and it got a hell of a lot of traction. Like it's the most successful tweet I've ever done. It had 200,000 impressions mm -hmm. it, like within a few days and um, a lot of comments and retweets and all that sort of stuff. And the, the, the main thing that came out of it was – uh, Ian, who is an engineer at Zora, he reached out via DM and so did a friend of mine, uh, Emray, uh, who is from zeroxchain.art, which he archives a lot of uh, fully on-chain art and, and makes it easily accessible. Oh, that's and, cool. 
Yeah. So both like really amazing, talented developers with, you know, insane experience compared to me. <laughs> and, and, you know, like I, I dabble, but I'm definitely not a developer, you know, like I, I prototype and then I need to find the right people to, to help me get it across the line. And to my surprise, um, a couple of days after hearing from Ian, he sends me a GitHub uh, repo where he'd written the smart contracts to do what I wanted to do with forgeries and then had a few questions uh, to inform some work in progress that, that was you know still going on. And it was like the craziest day ever because I just didn't even expect that I would be able to find the help that I needed, let alone have it thrown at me in such a way, which was just incredible. But uh-huh. basically the outcome of it is going to be um, th- these contracts will be deployed as a protocol. And in the most basic sense, you could say that it's like a raffle protocol. Um, what it does is from the 1,000 editions that I sell or in future if anyone else wants to use the protocol with their own uh, you know, projects, they can. And it, it gets to a point where once you've sold all your editions, uh, you can uh, run a function that allows everyone to come in and authenticate uh, their, their forgery and see if it's real. Um, and what that essentially means is if... Uh, if they find out that the ID of their NFT is the one that's deemed real, they'll be able to withdraw the noun from the contract to their own wallet and it'll then be theirs. Um, so because that's, uh, you know, a, a, an interesting primitive that Ian uh, was interested in helping me with, um, it opened up a whole bunch of other opportunities and it was quite surprising that there wasn't something existing that already did this um so mm-hmm. ian had the idea to introduce a, a merkle root layer on top and and what that means is essentially a list of addresses that it's similar to when you allow list people but it adds this layer to the protocol where you could essentially build um puzzles and games so it could go from being something almost like Squid Game where, you know, you start with 1,000 and then 500 and 200, 150, 10, whatever, and mm-hmm. introduce different games as like expansion packs on top of the protocol itself. So Wow, that's um, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had a lot of hate on Twitter when I put out the thread. Like the thread went well and I purposely did it a little bit controversial so people would maybe bite back but um yeah I was kind of surprised how many people were saying that this is like you know unreasonable and oh you're just draining people's wallets and all this kind of stuff like not knowing about my reputation within nouns so um you know those people will soon see that uh the 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 profit that I do make from from flipping this noun in the way that I am um, actually goes into creating a public good that anyone else can use as well. So, of course, there's going to be some yeah. profit for us because, it, you know, you don't do things for nothing and entirely for free in this right. world. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting to see where it goes. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill to do 
to do that. And then the actual idea and you, you know, acting on it, of course, there would be some profit. Yeah. I, I read through the thread. I didn't read through the comments, so I wasn't sure how people were taking it. But I thought it was cool. I was like, this has definitely not been done before. So, I mean, in the spirit of experimentation, especially with nouns being so open to everything, I mean... And this is going to be very good for somebody too, which is very neat. Because how much, um, how much were the the actual like forgeries of it, like point? Yeah, so I priced them at point one four twenty sixty nine just for the memes. Oh, but okay, yeah, a couple of hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, so that's that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I'd love awesome. to see somebody wait. get it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch. I, I hope it's someone who really deserves it you know like mm -hmm. oh, and and only time will tell so looking forward to that yeah. it'll be very interesting to see and then of course it's it's a boom box um and it's because i i was reading on um i was reading on that it, you'd said like it's the first and only boom box and axe accessory and then it's it's it was one of only 18 frog green glasses too so pretty unique noun in itself too yeah it's it's hard to even decide to let it go <laughs> yeah I, at first i was one. thinking of keeping it but um but yeah not for, the, for the sake of the experiment and for, for doing some business so i think it's i think it's worth it yeah i i can't wait to see how that goes um and then there's something else that i'd saw that you you were talking about too uh, because you're, like I'd said at the beginning, you're involved in a lot. You, you're you the founder of, and you build a lot of things too, and you get teams together. Um, I know that you talked about NSS.WTF, so it's Never Sit Still, um, S-T-I-L-L. Sorry, my accent's a little bit weird sometimes. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought that was interesting too because it, it's – um, I just kind of read a quote because I'll put links in the in the description so everybody can read this too. But on the website it says uh, fund never sit still to create a highly crafted animated 30 to 60 second brand video seeking to catch fresh eyes and celebrate the strides made so far, uh, the future poten potential, and why it's such an exciting time to get involved in the Nouns project. So, um, yeah, what was the whole inspiration for this? How did this come about? Yeah, this is a uh, one of those serendipitous things. I, again, sorry, there's a plane going over at the moment. That's <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, serendipitous uh, sort of turnout there. When I first um, was getting prepared to go to New York for uh, NFT NYC, um, obviously uh, you mentioned earlier about the billboard that I did. Um, so that... Mm -hmm. The the artist that I collaborated with on that, uh, Mr. Seeks, he's actually from the same uh, beach where I live in, in Sydney. And oh, cool. we know each other personally through purely by chance. We, we were working in the same co-working space and I didn't even know and went to this like small NFT dinner thing that another artist had um, organized, uh, Bianca Beers, I think it was. And... We we went there and yeah, just connected straight away. Like we we kind of looked the same. We had the same clothes, <laughs> and um, 
but he's like 10 years younger than me and um yeah it's just clicked like it's a bit of a a bit of a bromance i suppose and um i love his work like i've collected a bunch of his his art and and we went to yeah basically to dinner one night and started chatting about some ideas and this idea for for the uh collaboration came up and then and then it happened and then Soon after that, he'd landed his dream job, which was uh, at Never Sit Still, and uh, they're a you know they're a top tier animation studio uh, from here in Sydney, and you know they've worked for a lot of big brands like Coinbase and uh, Compound Finance and uh, Toby, Token Labs, Token Scripts, like all these um, iconic you know Web three uh, brands and and. Yeah, it's just I, I had the opportunity to meet uh, with Mr. Seeks. His name's James. We met up with uh, his his colleagues and his boss, and we started discussing some of the uh, opportunities that were floating around nouns. And um, they were really interested in getting involved. Um, and I guess this is, yeah, just after the recent occurrences in nouns of um, – you know, discussions around closing down the Discord and all this uncertainty, I thought it would be a good opportunity to present a proposal in a little bit of a different way. Um, you know, I noticed that 4156 was taking to Twitter for a lot of conversations and and public comment and feedback, and I think I, I really like that idea of doing things in public. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I posted to discourse like you normally do to start a proposal but i figured why not try and spark up some conversation on twitter instead and yeah made made a little website for never sit still to host their uh, proposal at nss.wtf um and i guess one question that i'm really expecting to come in um, there's probably some of these waiting in my dms but I, I think a lot of people will ask, like, how is this different to the proposal from Ordinary Folk, which, you know, they're creating a, a short explainer video. And I guess uh, the, the, the answer to that is that Never Sit Still uh, are good friends with Ordinary Folk and, you know, the, the animation scene is quite a small industry, so everyone's aware of each other's work and they all keep a close eye on each other. And... The, the never sit still proposal is applicable to a very different part of the funnel. So when you think about uh, nouns as like having this gravitational pull and it's into, you know, rather than say black hole, we'll say um, funnel because it's, you know, applicable to sales and marketing. And the idea is that ordinary focus sort of doing an explainer video, which sits maybe halfway down the funnel you know you've already found out about nouns through awareness you've taken the step to learn some more and then an explainer video is sort of what encapsulates everything into this bite-sized chunk um what we're proposing with never sit still um and this collaboration is outside of the funnel it's above above the funnel to to drive awareness and it's something that could be used for pre-roll for other videos it's something that could be used for uh, paid advertising and, and 
uh, reach on different platforms, um, you know, billboards, social media, um, YouTube, all those kinds of things where it's, it's more about um, someone seeing it and being like, what the F is now? Like, I need to know what it is. Like, this, mm-hmm. ca- this is captivating my attention and I need to know more. And I, I think we definitely have a need for that because, you know, a lot of people have mentioned recently, like, the website has gotten a bit stale, you know, like now in WTF. Um, it's kind of confusing um, where to find more information. You know, you click through to a discourse and you're like, what the hell is discourse? You know, like, right, there's, yeah. this, <laughs> there's, there's so much confusion. And same with Discord. Like, you know, I've, I've introduced a lot of artists to announce and a lot of the time they mix up discourse and Discord. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that. There are a lot of people that don't even use Discord. I think sometimes we get so deep into it, we forget how much of a, well, a learning curve there is and then how many, just how many things we know now that we didn't before as far as like applications. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I That's exactly it. And I think like, um, I think as we evolve, you know, there's, there's better ways to communicate what we do. And we've lent very hard on you know, frequently asked questions like the WTF section on nouns.wtf. And I think uh, proposals like Goldie and 142's uh, Nounish uh, Marketing Studio or, or Film Studio, they really, you know, focus on telling stories in a way that people can understand and resonate with. And I think that's sort of a, a big part of the spending of Nouns now is really not just on this idea of like promotion and marketing, it's also on figuring out our voice. You know, we, we, we have so many different people trying to interpret what this one thing is. And the, the thing that's so interesting about that is that it's different to everyone. Uh, like, you know, Goldie likes to say that it's an open source brand. Um, I, I like to say that it's, it's a platform and a shortcut to community. Like I I like to show people that it's a way you can start something with a head start on the, the technical, the creative and the marketing side. Um, And there's just, there's too many things that it can be still that are yet to be uncovered. So um, I think our, our sort of communications of, of what it is that we do will just continue to evolve. And I think that's really cool and exciting. And, you know, there's a lot of heated debate around uh, sort of our vision and, and, and what it might be. But I think the vision, just like any meme, it's up for interpretation. It's like you put on the glasses and you see the world in a different way. Trap on that's the true. noggles and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. That's very true. Yeah. And I like these projects that, kind of let people know maybe more um more of the culture rather than yeah sending them to like nouns.wtf and they're like oh nft but if they see a video then you know it's it's kind of getting into the back end before having to you know sift through discord channels and everything you're kind of getting you're kind of getting a good view of the the parts of nouns that isn't just related to an NFT because people that's very misunderstood. So I think it cuts through that a little bit, which is nice. 
I think so too. It's it's um it's interesting to think like as we see more front ends for nouns pop up, it, it's interesting to think about the direction that they'll go and you know, I, I could definitely see a page that's literally just a video and then the call to action like they have on YouTube at the end is, you know, the take a next step, not necessarily bid because like there's, uh, I, I sort of talk a little bit about this concept of zero to one to N. So like zero to one is popularized, popularized. I always have trouble with that word um, by people like Peter Thiel, who are, you know, famous investors and entrepreneurs that say, you know, you take your idea from zero to one. It's like all these, things that you need to do to make something um, actionable and, and to be able to execute on it. Um, but with nouns, we, we go from zero to one to N, meaning that zero to one is the propagation. So it's like filling out the space that we are already in, in this like sort of NFT, crypto, blockchain, all those things. But then one to N is proliferation and that's, you know, in, in the pure definition of the word, it's it's like when cells split from one into two. And that's where I really see that subculture plays a huge role. And I think that's what the Nounders are leaning into recently mm-hmm. with the decision to remove the Discord or to at least make it read-only. Um, it's it's to, to show that, like, proliferation is this idea of... I guess in a in a conventional world, this fracturing of community would be a bad thing, but in our world, it's it's a good thing because that it allows, you know, groups with a focus to go off after their mission. And I think yeah. that we're at that point now where that's going to really become much more apparent. And you know, now Builder is about to launch in like uh, three or four days, so it's like. Um, you know, people are going to be spinning up nouns, DAOs in, in one click. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be interesting. <laughs> that is. I'll have to, I, I can't wait to look into that. And it's true. It's like any other community. There's a lot of other communities that if you did erase the Discord, that would be it. But, and there's a lot of discussion around it. But I can say at least this proves that we have a lot of actual builders. And I knew every, there was a lot going on. And now it's like, truly kind of expanding out everyone's getting their own discords and finding different ways to communicate i mean proof of that is is already what's being created so it's it's really cool to see um i i want to add to like it's incredible to see you know what has been done within shark dow as well and how shark dow was and like to learn the history with Goldie and, and then like to see people like Joshua Fisher representing yeah. in the way he does and to see what you do, like this is, it's so cool that, that just the, the concept of a bunch of people gathering around something when it was happening on the test net <laughs> and then to, to go ahead and really do it, you know, like it's, it, it's crazy, but it's yeah. awesome. And like, I love that. And I, th- I think Shark Tower, Probably one of the, if not the most important um, sort of extension or sub-community of nouns for the very fact that they were first movers and, and, and you all showed the rest of the community that it's okay to 
to go in your own direction because that's the point you know yeah it's um it's it's amazing that you all knew that so early on it's really inspiring it's cool to hear that yeah because i think people started out just saying like look we want to band together and try to get nouns and then it just kind of grew and we're still trying to find you know we've we've found kind of like our kind of core sort of like beliefs but then we keep kind of building and what are we going to build here what kind are we i mean it's really interesting to see everything kind of evolve and try to figure it all out and to see all of the different builders that have had conversations within shark dow and the beginnings of nouns dow was even some of it was talked about inside our discord it's really cool to be a part of that yeah yeah i'm i'm a huge fan and and it's it's great to have opportunities like this that arise from from communities like yours as well so thanks for having me of course yeah and i don't want to keep you past any any time that i so how much so do you think you might have to go as of now i've got a, i've got another like 5 minutes i think i i um i have already um sort of prepared for today to be back to back so there'll, there'll be a bit of fluctuation in in meeting times okay <laughs> cool okay. so i'll kind of give you um so with, with the five minutes let's see with you being a founder builder and you've also created something called ting's dao which it's it's got the noun frog and you auction it off every two weeks and it's focusing more on like cultural utilities which i thought was interesting i did want you if you if you want to talk about that a little bit and then i also just kind of i'd like to know if you could sum it up like how you go from idea to action because you do take consistent action and you like i'd said you you build teams around it. People come to you or you go to them. I think it's very interesting. Thanks. Yeah. I'll, I'll start with the um, second question. Cause it does actually lead, lead me into the, the next one. On, um, now that I think of it, um, I, I think what I do in terms of going from an idea to, to, to building, I, I let go of any sense of ego. Um, and I, I really do poke fun at myself, and I just embrace that being wrong and saying things that are dumb is just part of life, and you learn from it. So I tend to share things before I've even thought them through. Um, some people seem to find that confusing and offensive for some reason <laughs> but um <laughs> i but don't I th- <laughs> it, it's definitely like it, it, it's in part an aussie trait um we we lack a lot of sort of confidence that say americans are, are more well known for like we we don't back ourselves as much and i guess in our culture we have this like thing that they call tall poppy syndrome where everyone like complains about other people and what you know how good they've got it and all that sort of stuff and they don't ever realize that you know it's it's not all by chance um so in in saying that um 
I, I, I've definitely embraced sort of the way I am and, and I, and I just, I've, I've faced the consequences, you know, like if, if share an idea and it's half baked and then it just doesn't make any sense. Well, I just say, uh, I just read it back. It's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like to, to, to further that, it kind of does speak a little bit to things. So like, um, I'm not saying things is a bad idea, but <laughs> um, it's one of those things where it just happened off the cuff. So I've, I've been involved in crypto for a long time and I interact with a lot of the personalities on Twitter and, and for years I've you know, had back and forth with uh, at Inverse Bra, which is small thing. Now mm-hmm. on, on crypto Twitter, he, he's known for screenshotting cringeworthy moments so that if anyone ever deletes them, and still got them. It's pretty funny. And, yeah. Oh, and when I and when I say he, he actually uh, identifies as it. <laughs> so, oh, so okay. it, it, um, it does that service for the crypto community, and it's super relevant to the culture. So, um, people spend a lot of time, um, you know, consuming uh, conversations that happen on Twitter and looking for opportunities to at inverse bra. And when they do that, uh, it's it's almost like a, a claim to fame to say, you know, you ended up in a screenshot that Bill Shit took, and um, and and you know, you were you were there to point out like a, a funny moment that happened on crypto Twitter. And so, I was observing what he does and noticing that there was a parallel to nouns where he's providing a public good and he's not not uh, appreciated for. For, for what's done so i yeah i just as a bit of a joke did a fork of nouns where i used the the frog head and um changed the colors so that it had this sort of pepe face and and changed the body so it had the wassy body because uh small thing is what's called a wassy <laughs> and there's a there's a whole lore around him and and his and the story of you know um, being a trader known as as Starbust, um, and then and then sort of going from there to having this uh, this tiff with Nuriel Rabini on on Twitter, and then being reincarnated as this Wassy, and and they have a two week lifespan, and it's just this crazy weird law. And I was leaning into that, um, and and we did it, and then as a joke. Um, also, as a joke, we did our first uh, proposal recently. Like we we had about six ETH in the treasury, about um, you know about eight different NFT holders. I get every tenth, just like the nounders do with nouns, and every tenth ching. And so I submitted a proposal, um, you know, prefacing this with the fact that uh, small ting and and wasis have to live in a fridge so that they can extend their lifespan beyond the two weeks. Uh-huh. Um, I, I wrote a proposal to buy him a new fridge, and and we and we did it. <laughs> because we got him a, the the classic Meg. Uh, it's a you know it's a red vintage looking fridge, two and a half thousand dollars. It's top of the range. <laughs> so it's like a real you know, fridge. <laughs> uh, figuratively, it's it's, okay. it's real, but <laughs> um, the the outcome of the proposal was that you know one point. AD or something was sent to, to Inverse Bra or Small Things wallet, and um, 
and that's a show of appre- appreciation for what he does for for the weird culture that is crypto Twitter. And um, yeah, it's to be honest, it's just a fun way to proliferate nouns by not taking it too seriously. And, and with the cultural utility, it's it's primarily things that are unique to crypto Twitter that that we're interested in uh, contributing to. So, like the next proposal that that we've been working on, and by the way, we don't have a Discord, we don't have a Telegram chat, we don't have anything. We don't even talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just a weird thing that's happened, and somehow the votes come in and the proposal happens. And the next one we're going to do is um, in support of uh, on Twitter at Zach Z A C H X B T. So Zach X B T. And I follow him, I think. Yeah, he, he's a uh, on-chain sleuth and he uncovers like loads of scammers and, and hacks and sort of people that are dumping on their audience, you know, all these yeah. um, awful YouTubers that do this sort of stuff. And, yeah, we're going to, um, you know, just as a joke, we're going to get him like a new like um, detective set. So he'll get like a, a nice new magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat and trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> but in actual fact, he'll just get some ink to, to show our appreciation for what he does. Yeah, so. I like that. I like that a lot. Because, like you said, I mean, it's not taking things too seriously. And you have the humor. Because, honestly, I mean, as soon as the first frog popped up, I think Shrunk Dow got it. I mean, the first thing you think of is Pepe. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, you talk about internet culture. I mean, Pepe's been everywhere. Pepe's been in the, in the good places and in the dark places. Like... <laughs> It's truly like, so that's it's pretty perfect. So I like that. I mean, it's it's fun and it's just something that you you kind of. I, I like the proposals that you've had so far because I wasn't sure exactly what it was. So that's really cool to find out. <laughs> I'm glad that that's the effect that it had because it it is meant to yeah just be. It's tongue in cheek and it's fun, but it it also is, you know, has potential to help help some. A small group of people that do important things specific to crypto. Yeah. yeah, they make a huge difference, and that's that's really cool. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a big deal. Like, yeah, I think that's a big deal. I mean, even like inverse raw. I mean, it's it's so it's it's funny, and I think I can't like I don't know. I, I think humor means a lot to me, so that's why i like that sartoshi was the same way i mean he kind of made his project and he was like all right you guys do whatever you want with it and then and he was out but yeah i was like good for good for sartoshi (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I agree and there's definitely inspiration taken from people like that and um i I guess that's in big part uh, a lot of what i do is is just for fun you know like why not um, have fun. It's it's definitely a big sort of part of Aussie culture is to be happy-go-lucky and a bit of a larrikin and not take yourself too seriously. And sometimes that's a, a handicap because you know we literally don't take ourselves too seriously and maybe won't believe that we're capable of certain things. But I like to bring that sort of stuff up because I like to really encourage Aussie builders. And I guess recently I've sort of <clears throat> been um, using initiatives like a, another little project that I've been working on is um, Shademark, which is like um, just a, a visual way to show 
um, you know, your connection to nouns. So, you know, like you've got trademark, which is like PM that comes up um, after a brand name and, and that's meant to be a badge of origin to, mm-hmm. to show you like, yeah, that brand is like the, the, the originator of this item or this product. And I, I thought when I read the theory around trademark that it just didn't make sense because it's like, it's badge of origin, but it's referencing itself. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's the origin? <laughs> so then question. I thought, I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought about like a bunch of stuff that I'd done with, with nouns. I wanted you know, purposely didn't call um, nars like gnarly nouns, you know, like a lot of people call their things like something nouns. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was partly inspired by Shark Tower because it was like, well, you just called it Shark, you know, like that's cool. Like there's no, it's not Shark nouns or, yeah. or, or you know, deadly Shark Week nouns or whatever. And like, I think that's really good and important because it it prevents you from limiting the, the, the potential of a brand because you don't want to just be seen in the shadow of someone else. And Funnily enough, a, a good way to visually do that is like scrap the idea of trademark and instead put a shade mark in that place. So little novels up in the right hand corner above your brand name, like we do with NARS. And I guess I'm just trying to encourage people to um, think more about how they name things because you, you, actually, it's it's funny this comes up because four one five six tweeted in the last couple of days about like how he thinks, you know, it's very underappreciated, uh, you know, the the importance of naming something. And and I feel very strongly about that. I think that if you're a nounish builder and, and you're going to build something, like don't call it something nouns or, mm-hmm. or nounish something. Um, unless you're inventing a new word that contains the word noun in it, like nounish, that's cool. But yeah. I, I just think... It's a good idea to name things what you want to name them. Don't feel like it has to be something nouns because later down the track you might feel that it's a bit limiting or or that it sort of puts you in a box and, and, you know, that's not what it's about. Nouns is all about empowering you. So, yeah, that's that's something else I'm pretty passionate about anyway. So Yeah, it kind of helps further the decentralization of it. So that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's right. I, I um, I think it's it's amazing to be able to uh, tip the hat and reference nouns as as your as your origin with your nounish badge origin. But I also think that it's it's wise to look ahead and see the future that you want to create, not the one that that's sort of laid out for you by somebody else. It's a very good point. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really good, and I think the. With the Discord being shut down, I think, again, that kind of helps because, you know, I mean, maybe people were looking at the nounders or even like nouners, but it's good to think way outside of the box and kind of, you know, I think people could look to you for inspiration because I do. I mean, I like that. um, I like what you said about ego. I like what you said about not taking yourself too seriously. I think I have a lot of fear. And then that would sometimes stop me. So that's kind of what I'm working through. So it does help to just kind of like let some of that go for sure. Yeah, I, I think um, 
when it comes to to things like fear it's um it's a matter of reaching out and leaning on the people that are around you and you know especially in this uh whole nanoverse you know there's a lot of really special people and in such a short amount of time i've made some really incredible friends and to be frank i don't really have many friends you know in in real life like i maybe my passion for what i do has gotten in the way over the years and i've been really bad at maintaining relationships but that's just part of life you know like you change and and things move in different directions and yeah nouns is very transient as well like real life but i think that um once you once you lean into it and you realize that everyone feels the same way um that, that you know there's there's that opportunity to see through the fear and and see that, that you're not alone and and that you know even us crazy people doing too many things at once have 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 fear um on a regular basis yeah appreciate yeah. you sharing that yeah of course yeah well and i appreciate everything you've shared today i mean um I'm really glad you could make it for sure. And I'll definitely post links to everything, the websites. I want people to check all of these out. I'd like the, the never sit still website is super cool. Um, and I'll definitely let you know when this is ready so you can check it out too. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you coming on today. Not a problem. Hey, it's a, it's a pleasure to, to have had the opportunity and I really, yeah, I really do appreciate you asking me, so thanks for making that happen. Thank you for checking out the Nouns Folk podcast, and a huge shout out to Noun Square for sponsoring this episode. Every day a new noun goes up for auction on nouns.wtf. That time has been dubbed Noun O'Clock. Because of FOMO nouns, people are able to vote on what the appearance of the next noun will look like at fomonouns.wtf. Will the head be a unicorn or a pair of glasses? Will the shirt be gray with a pie symbol on it or a rainbow? More people are participating in the Nounish community every day, and the Noun O'Clock spaces from the Noun Square is a huge reason why. The time of day varies depending on when the last auction is settled, but there's always a live episode to tune into to celebrate the new noun while hearing and participating in Nounish conversations with regulars on the show and special guests. Some of the most fun I've had in this community and in Twitter spaces have been in those spaces. There's good vibes, hilarious and entertaining people, and some of the best use of a soundboard I've heard. Plus, there's contests and poaps, and who doesn't love both of those? Because of the success of the Noun O'Clock spaces, they've also started hosting soapboxes for other Nounish communities like Sharkdow, Lil Nouns, Food Nouns, and a lot more. To check out the lineup so you never miss one, go to thenounsquare.info. That's T-H-E-N-O-U-N-S-Q-U-A-R-E dot I-N-F-O. That website is also a great resource to learn more about the Noun Square in general. I also recommend following at the Noun Square on Twitter and joining their Discord to keep up to date with everything they're doing. Be there at the square. 